0: Folks, I'm off my meds. (laughs) What a great way to start, right? That's an insult, too. That's an old school insult. Uh oh, here comes trouble. Look who's off his meds. Somebody's off his meds, right? These are old school offensive remarks. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's wrong? What's with the attitude? Are you off your meds? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm off my meds. After a few weeks of clonazepam, I tapered off, and then adios. So here's the raw me. Here's the natural me. What is clonazepam? A benzodiazepine drug that was prescribed for MDDS because I couldn't stop swaying and bobbing and swaying and bobbing for about 38 days. And then I finally took the pills for three weeks, and I stopped. 80% 80% stopped swaying and bobbing, and I stopped swaying and bobbing, but it's an anti-anxiety medication that suppresses the nervous system. And I know I've talked about this before, but it's getting to the point where I don't even remember what I've said on this damn show, so I'll tell you right now, it works. It works. And if you're not on meds, then you got to find other tools, other natural tools to deal with the many stresses of life or anxiety so it's not like i just get off the meds and go i hope everything's fine i know nothing is going to be fine we're on planet earth we are humans on planet earth enough with i hope things are going to be fine holy shit from the pandemic to the war in ukraine i'm not even hoping for shit anymore i'm just going to curl up in a ball Crying and sweating in the corner. Is he fine? No, he's not fine. He's off his fucking meds. God damn it. Give him a second to breathe. You go off your meds, you need something. All right, so fitness, yeah. I go on runs, lift some weights, do some YouTube workouts, burpees, jumping jacks, push-ups, and sit-ups. Okay. Meditate, got the Daily Calm app. 10 minutes, focus on your breathing, (sighs) tapping, I've talked about that, tapping the meridian points as you repeat a mantra to yourself, how weird have I become, but folks, I'm adding something else to the table, that's right, CBD oil, tell them Johnny what it's all about, well CBD oil, it's legal, it has no THC in it, so I'm dropping it on my tongue, under my tongue, wherever they need it. I don't know the milliliters. I don't know the milligrams. I just know my wife found a good CBD company out in Fairfax. And I said, give me that shit. Because if you Google, what are the benefits of CBD oil, you'll find it's good for anxiety. It's also good for your skin, I guess. It's good for acne. Could be good for back pain. It's kind of one of those things that people sell to you as it's good for everything. Just take it. By the way, oils in general, right? Let's give it up for oils. How about a standing ovation for oils? Right now, you like to cook? How good is olive oil, right? Lavender oil? Calm your ass down. Frankincense? Come on. Coconut oil? Put it on your baby's neck. Give it up for oils. What if I just did the whole episode on that? You'd be like, all right, we're done here. But no, CBD oil. A natural calming force. little expensive, but hey, I'm not here to talk about Finances? I'm here to tell you, I'll be fine, folks. There actually is a reason to have heightened stress and heightened anxiety. Don't ever let somebody say, just chill, everything's fine. No. We've got war. I mean, we've always had war and we always will have war to certain degrees. But we have big, fat, ugly war unfolding right in front of our eyes. And I'm refreshing the news feed like it's the Trump and Biden election all over again. I'm consuming way too much of this. And when I say too much of this, I'm talking about all the footage. You could just see the rocket attacks, the missiles being launched, the citizens running for the borders. It's so dramatic that I actually had a war dream. For the first time in my life, I dreamt I was in war, not as a soldier, but just as a citizen watching as all the houses in my neighborhood we're getting blown up, and I was there with my family, and it was goodbye. It was just time to say, okay, this is how we all die. How sad and scary is that? And when I woke up, the dream felt so vivid. But when I woke up, I had one of those patriotic moments of, oh, I'm so happy to be right here in Santa Fe, California, USA, USA. I just felt safe. That'll make you feel patriotic if you feel safe in America because our military protects us and makes us feel that way. You look at what's going on in Ukraine right now. This is a rerun of the same bullshit that has crushed people and shaped maps for years. And I have this luxury of feeling safe where I live. Gives you some perspective to know we are sharing this planet with people that wake up every day and they are scared. Citizens like you and me with kids just being told, hey, grab some guns, shoot the enemy. If you see them on the streets, this is not a battlefield, these are cities some wild shit. It's tough to process, actually. That dream I had, it just lingered. The residue of that dream stayed with me for a whole day. The idea of knowing, oh, this is how it ends, as you're just surrounded with carnage, big fiery blasts. And every time I have the courage to refresh the old Twitter feed, it's more sadness. It's more sadness. Twitter makes processing news very weird. You'll read a missile attack in Kiev and then the A's need to upgrade their bullpen. And you're like, what the fuck? And then a comedian is making fun of the president. And then back to missile attacks in Kiev. And you're like, wait, 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 wait. I'm scrolling and scrolling and there's a meme. I'm scrolling and scrolling and Steph Curry had a big night. I'm scrolling and scrolling. I know we shape our own feed. I realize that it's just a stream of the things I'm kind of interested in. But when it comes to hot, hot news stories... I should really narrow my scope a bit. The sensory overload that has existed with too much news and too many platforms covering all the news and me just jumping in I know, I know when it's like self-harm level of news consumption, like, I just can't stop scrolling, I can't stop scrolling, I won't stop scrolling, refreshing that page, refreshing that website, can't stop scrolling, hey, did you hear, did you hear, did you hear, texting with friends, talking with coworkers. did you hear, did you hear, did you hear, did you hear a scariest fuck, because people always want to one-up you with, yeah, but did you hear what Zelensky, no, but did you hear what Putin, the real Putin news, it's not good for the mind. The real Putin news, not good for the mind. What it is good for is teaching. A history teacher who's trying to get teenagers to connect with the profound depth of the topics being covered throughout a school year. I could talk about things from the 1800s, the early 1900s, even through the 1940s, 50s, 60s, 70s. Some of it doesn't resonate. And instead, I just come into class and say, all right, it's not history class. It's current class. Here's what's happening invasion you make the connection what have we talked about in this class that applies to what you're seeing right now and they can make the connections teens are smart i said raise your hand if you want to talk about war in ukraine and then we connect it to history of course you still got to stay within your lane you still got to stay within the standards but you can't just disregard the elephant in every room in every room not just classrooms but probably everybody at work is talking about this And with teens, I'm like, I haven't even taught them what NATO is. We haven't even really covered Hitler. We haven't even totally covered fascism. I'm like in the midst of teaching all of this. And now this story unfolds and I'm like, all right, I'm about to teach them about Hitler invading Poland. An authoritarian dictator, a totalitarian Nazi madman getting ready to take over all this territory violently. And now I'm going to talk about Russia for a moment. I don't even have to be the guy that does the analysis. We can all just say, oh yeah, human behavior is a pattern. It's a pattern. Endless cycle. Different name. You fill in the blank. Dictator wants more. Wants more. And that was my only question. For my students, I said, why? Why do you think he's doing it? Hands go up. Power? Yes. Good. resources it's like the Seinfeld Saturday Night Live skit Germany yes Germany brainwashing yes good Gary brainwashing uh, censorship yes good Kyle censorship um greed would greed yeah sure you your hand was up in the back is this corruption yeah Uh uh-huh corruption are you learning about the words oligarchs all over again are you seeing a pretty magnified example of propaganda right now yeah let's just throw every buzzword you've learned the whole year into this one conflict this war is fucking nuts how about an end game that's my only question how does it end let's just end it ceasefire come on guys off his meds discussing a war And it's all unfolding on their phones. Can they decipher between video game and real human life? Because it looks like a video game. The graphics on their video games are so good. that as is, they're just scrolling through their own lives. And it's streaming here and it's streaming there. I ask them, where do you even get news? You just go to your phone and boom, there it is. Social media shoving it in your face. You don't even look. Wait, who's presenting this? Who's the source? You just say, wow, look at that video. And look at that viral video. And look at that. And look at that fun fact. And look at that story. I don't know if there's much where is it coming from curiosity. It's just there. It's on your screen. Look, look, look at this. And now have bad dreams like Mr. Rosenberg. Oh, the saddest. That was the saddest dream. Just knowing you're slowly dying in your neighborhood as you watch explosion. (laughs) After explosion. (laughs) 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 Sorry. Um. This one got too heavy. This one got too heavy. Can you lighten it? Can you lighten it a little bit? Yeah, I can lighten it. I don't know the difference between alligator and crocodile. I was reading a kid's book recently. And I was thinking, shit. Are they the same? Alligator, crocodile. Be honest right now, without Googling. I know you see them in children's books. They're both long and green. Alligator, crocodile. They're both long and green. And they're in the swampy water. Sometimes they're silly. Usually they're scary in a kid's book with sharp teeth. They always have sharp teeth. I think I've been too embarrassed to reveal this throughout my whole life. I mean, I made it this far in life and I don't know. What's the difference? Alligator, crocodile. I'm going to Google right now, right here. I'm going to Google for the last time. Here we go. And don't be all smart right now. Don't be like... (laughs) josh you fucking moron you don't know alligator crocodile come on i'm googling what's the difference between alligator and crocodile i'm gonna read the first entry as i always do and from everythingreptiles.com. there are people that go to this website like non-ironically they just go to everythingreptiles.com. they love it and it says here we go the main thing to remember Quote, the main thing to remember is that alligators and crocodiles are different species. All right, they're different. They can be identified by their jaw shape, size, and color. Alligators are dark green or black, and they have U-shaped snouts, tiny black spots, and are smaller than crocs. Crocodiles are bigger. They have V-shaped snouts and are more aggressive. Holy shit, I never want to meet either in a dark Jacksonville swamp. I don't ever want to be on a little boat in the Everglades. I just don't. I don't ever want to be on a bayou in the type of water where you're like, I'm sinking, I'm sinking, I'm sinking. Mushy, brown, muddy water, high grass. You know there's a croc or an alligator. Did you just learn something like me? I just learned the difference. I think I can remember that. Alligators, alligators. Allegrated cheddar cheese, uh, dark green or black, U-shaped snouts. This will be on the test, so take some notes. Crocodiles, V-shaped snouts, more aggressive. Sorry, I felt the need to lighten it. I was getting a little deep down the old Putin path, as we say. Actually, to be honest, I was contemplating not even doing an episode. Like, is this all insignificant? With the amount of human suffering and refugees fleeing right now, the idea of going through my usual bullshit, for a half hour. It seemed a little meaningless, but we're still going to power through. You're here with me. I'm here with you. We're family. We're going to do this episode. It's 176, by the way, if you're keeping score at home, that's 176. And this is the one where he reveals that he's been doing a podcast for four years, four years. Have you been with me this long? Four years. I started this four years ago and I couldn't do the math. 2018. By the way, I asked my wife, have I done this three or four years? So I have a four-year-old now. And I started this when she was a little infant. It was a weird time to start this, right? When you're supposed to be so focused. And I said, time for a side hustle. Time for a hobby. And I thought, maybe once a month I'll get an interview. Maybe once a month I'll interview somebody interesting. And it became this. It just became this. Right now I'm slumped over the microphone with CBD oil running rampantly through my veins. By the way, it doesn't make you high. Okay, folks? I'm not high right now, even though I sound it, but I'm relaxed. I think I'm feeling it. I think I'm feeling it. I'm not feeling much anxiety right now. It's a different kind of relaxed. It's not that benzo relaxed. That benzo relaxed is just like, I am silly putty falling into my bed with a silly smile. Good night. And you dream and you dream for eight hours and you wake up and you go, this isn't real. This is a prescribed med. Have you seen pig? It's a real movie. You could look it up right now on Hulu. It's starring Nick Cage. Nick freaking Cage. Who's more intense? You could tell me Nick Nolte's pretty intense, and I'll tip my cap. You could tell me Johnny Depp. He's pretty intense, Daniel Day-Lewis, but Nick Cage in this movie Pig? It's the most simple plot. Former chef loses his truffle pig. That's the whole movie. And I don't even think there was a script. I just think a director said, all right, we're in the woods. Nick Cage lives in a cabin with a pig that searches for truffles in the forest. And then he eventually gets the shit kicked out of him because people assault him and steal the pig. And then the whole movie, all of that is in the first five minutes. And then the whole movie is Nick Cage with a few wounds. Nick Cage looking like head wound Harry, the old Dana Carvey character. Nick Cage... With these scabbed wounds all over his face, searching for his pig. That's it. That's every conversation. Have you seen my pig? Nick Cage with that understated style of delivering his lines.
1: Can I ask you a question? Where's my pig? I'm looking for my pig. The
0: next scene, he's talking to someone else. Have you seen my pig? Where's my pig? And for some reason, it's thrilling. For some reason, I was like, on the edge of the couch, like, someone's gonna admit they took his pig, and he's gonna just kick the shit out of them. Makes you care deeply about this pig, and you realize, that's the point. Companionship. The whole movie comes down to one word, companionship. Badass, former chef, lives in the woods with his pig. I mean, you probably have a few screws loose. you. are probably off your meds for a while. If you're living in the forest with your pig, have you seen my pig? That's my Nick
1: Cage impression. It's getting, it's getting a little better. Can I ask you something? Have you seen my truffle pig? He sniffs in the dirt, and he finds truffles, and then I sell them. Oh, you sell the truffles? Yeah. And what do
0: you do with the money? I don't really spend it that much. They didn't really reveal why he needs money, like why he needs a truffle pig. Nick, couldn't you just have any pig? No. it has to be a truffle pig. Have you seen my truffle pig? That's his only line in the whole movie. I think he's improvising the whole time. And I don't know why he commands the viewer's attention. Those wounds, honestly. There's not one outfit change. The wounds don't get better. I think you've probably seen my pig, have you? No, Nick. We haven't seen your truffle pig. And I'm going to ask you right now. Have you had the truffle potato chips at Trader Chater? Come on, Josh. Trader Joe's. Have you had the truffle potato chips at Trader Joe's? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay. That's how serious I am about these chips. My wife gets them uh, once every seven visits to Trader Joe's. And even that one time, I'm like, you can't bring those in the house. They barely make it to the cupboard. They barely make it into our snack cabinet, our snabinet. it. It's where you're unloading the groceries and you're like, let's just have one. You become that truffle pig. Do truffle pigs like truffle? That question, plus a closer look at the A's pitching staff tonight. With Mark Abanez on KTVU. How shitty is local TV news? What if I did that old topic again? Is he going to do it? Is he going to rip local TV news? Huh? Is he? He's off his meds. All right, that joke's played out and dried up. Have you? What? Seen my. You're what? Pig. That's the name of the movie. Pig on Hulu. Hulu. You know what I was wrong about? A lot of things. Two quick things I was wrong about. Number one, I thought we were done with handshakes when the pandemic started. I thought we were done. Like you could just greet someone and no body parts have to touch. Even the fist bump, who needs it? There's a lot of fist bumps in social settings nowadays. I mean, if I see a friend, it's all hugs, it's all love. But your typical peer, your typical stranger that you engage with, a lot of people coming in for handshakes again. I'm like, no, I'm honestly not shaking strangers' hands. So when it happens... I extend a fist bump, but I almost want to have a laminated card that says zero body parts need to touch with this greeting. If I meet someone, hey, Josh, why to introduce you to Todd? Todd just opened up a CBD shop in your neighborhood. Hey, Todd, how are you? I'm Josh. Why do we have to touch body parts? Hey, here's my clammy hand. Let me get your clammy hand. And now let's immediately sanitize. People are doing it again. I thought we were truly done. I think people are probably going on cruises. Again, I was wrong about that. The amount of shit I was wrong about when the pandemic started. I was making all these big guesses, all these proclamations, and we're done with this, and we're done with that, and no one's ever going to do this again. I don't know. We've kind of returned to normalcy, haven't we? They just announced the indoor mask mandate in schools in California is going away. I still think a lot of people are going to wear them, but come on we're inching a little closer to just living with COVID and things are normal and people want to shake your hand. God, I was hoping that would go extinct. And I just mean for on the surface greetings. I do like hugs. All right. With people I love, I like hugs. With people I'm just meeting, why do our hands have to touch right now? I'm making a laminated card. I'm doing it. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That would actually elicit the perfect, are you off your meds reaction? Someone puts out their hand and you go to your pocket and you have a laminated card with a big, bold font typed out. I do not want to touch your hand. I don't believe body parts need to be involved with greetings. There will be no fist bump either. Hashtag trufflepig.
1: Have you seen it? Right back? Where is it? Where'd he go? I used to have a pig, and then they kicked the shit out of me and stole my pig in my forest cabin.
0: My pig was my everything. Oh, it's such a good cage. I'll be evaluating my impressions uh, on this episode. All right, quick. Let me test you. What's more aggressive, the crocodile or the alligator? For the rest of your life, you'll know. Oh, croc. Speaking of croc, I'm ready. I think I'm ready for my first pair. I have a shoe addiction, and it's crazy. I've never tiptoed into the world of Crocs, but teens like them, and I think, uh, yeah, I think I want a pair. You can only make fun of something for so long before you succumb to it and just go, yeah, I, I need them. I need a pair. Went from Crocs being aggressive to Croc shoes. Ooh, how about corned beef and cabbage? St. Paddy's Day coming up. What are you going to cook it in? A crock pot ha! <laughs> that's three for three. We call that the trifecta in the croc industry. Crocodile's aggressive. He's gonna buy a pair of crocs and his favorite food is corned beef. How is he cooking it in the croc pot? What a croc of shit. Excuse me? I'm just saying, what a croc of shit. What does that even mean? What does crunk mean? From croc to crunk. That was big in the hip-hop world. Ugh, that's crunk. What the fuck does that mean? Google it right now. I'm not Googling anymore. I'm done Googling. Do you know how busy some of my friends are? I've heard from three of my friends that they listen to my podcast at 1.5 speed. Apple Podcasts allows you to listen to shows in fast forward where you could still understand everything, but you're too busy for my half hour. So you got to shrink it down to like 17, 18 minutes. I wish I never knew about this option because I've tried it on some other podcasts. It's fine. I thought I would hate it more than I hated it. I'll give you a little example right now. It's crazy. My boy Butters says he listens at 1.5 speed. My brother-in-law Sella, he listens at 1.5 speed. My friend John, he listens at 1.5 speed. How busy are y'all motherfuckers? Jesus oh happy day when Jesus watched washed walked washed away my sins hold on I'm gonna get an Apple podcast up I'm gonna get my podcast up and then I'm gonna let you hear what 1.5 sounds like and we're gonna listen to that Micah Julius jam that golden jam Destroyed into a fast-forward rendition. Whoa, Y'all don't think I can get it? You don't think I could get it like Justin? Oh wa. Uh. Oh, uh, uh, uh. When you have perfect pitch like I do, you don't go around promoting it. You don't have to tell everybody. But when you're born with a gift, like I have, like Justin has, you just share it. You just occasionally have to share it. Oh, uh, 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 uh. Alright, that was more embarrassing than I thought it would be. Listening to yourself is still a shitty experience. I've talked about the science behind that how we hear ourselves differently than the world hears us. And then occasionally when we hear a little playback recording of ourselves, we go, "Oh, whoa, I sound like that. It's because our orbital bones put a little bass to it. So when we speak, we don't hate the sound live. Most of us don't hate the sound of our voices live. But when we listen back like I just did and in fast forward, that wasn't fun. Do I always sound that intense? I got to chill. Come on, CBD. I got to just chill. You could also slow it down, too. Apple gives you that option. Your nose is running right now, right? You're having backaches right now, right? Coming out of the holidays, January is just kicking you repetitively in the bulls. That ball and that ball Left ball and the other <laughs> ball Oh god, no, 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 no right ball. Hold on, hold on, hold on Okay I wonder if I have friends <laughs> that are the opposite of busy Like, I have so much time on my hands, Josh I listen to you at half speed I like a slow-mo podcast Where you can really bore the fuck out of us For a good hour and a half Let's hear Micah's song All slowed down That could be good <laughs> You're just picturing a circus elephant, right? Slowly walking into the cow palace. That's so depressing. Oh my God. I feel like Mike's jam, his theme song for this podcast is perfect, but when you slow it down, it gets a little sad, huh?
1: Hey, welcome in, episode 176, how crazy is that? Does anybody really know the difference between Crocodile and Alligator? I mean, Nick Cage is a very intense actor. Have you seen my
0: pig? That glockenspiel is coming in soft. I think we've lost our focus tonight. I could have way too much fun with this. Let's speed that shit up. All right, Micah, let's hear how fast this can go. holy shit oh get the micro machines guy hey welcome in episode 176 have you ever heard the nope can't even do it that's some fast shit who would need that why does apple podcasts even give you that option who's listening at two speed two speed jeez slow down y'all don't think i can get it you don't think i can get it like justin Okay. Oh, la, la, la. When you have perfect pitch like I do, you don't go around promoting it. You don't have to tell everybody. But when you're born with a gift like I have, like Justin has, you just share it. You just occasionally have to share it. Oh, la, la, la. Oh, la. Is it weird that that is in my head a lot? To be honest. Is it weird that I just hear Justin Bieber singing that first part of Baby all day long, but I don't find it to be annoying at all? I just get a little oh, la, and I go, Hey, Justin, Justin's in my head. Okay, and moving on. And the people I'm talking to, they don't even know that that little oh, la, it's in my head on loop. What's up, everybody? It's 170. We're doing it. What are we doing? Okay, now, what does normal speed sound like again? This is me at normal speed just doing the normal podcast. Let's get back to that. Things got scary. That was a little fear and loathing in Here We Go. Fear and loathing in San Rafael. It was a little much. I think this might be, and there's usually a moment where I feel like, okay, you made your point. I feel like this is going to be one of those episodes where I'm going to say goodbye soon And it didn't happen. I don't think I got to a point. I think I have to re-examine the impact of CBD oil on my brain, especially when I record this podcast. I really think I'm too relaxed. I really think I'm too... Nope. Maybe this was good for me to do because at least for a moment it got me away from refreshing the news feed on Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. I guess I'll end this with sincere thoughts and prayers for all of those people suffering right now. And prayers up that this ends soon. Let's hope the peacemakers become the most powerful people on the planet. That turned into a lot of alliteration. Hoping the peacemakers become the most powerful people on the planet. Sounded like Eli from the Legends. The most powerful people on the planet. Stop listening to this shit, please. Go. go, You go away. All right, let me be. Like, let me just be alone in my sweats with my thoughts right now. I'll get you to the theme song. I'll get you out. I'll say the classic catchphrase. This episode's in the books. I'll say that in a moment. But I want you to continue and do something really good for your mental health right now. Like after this podcast before you go on to the next thing cuz when you consume audio entertainment you probably move on to another podcast or some music or maybe you text somebody take a call you go right to your phone you scroll through something you stream something take a moment when this is over to enjoy three breaths of being alive right now you exist you matter oh yeah you exist you matter crock crock of shit crock shoes crock pot corned beef and cabbage yes with potatoes yes you put a beer in the crock pot because it makes it taste even better yes i like the balls that corned beef comes with you know the balls the little balls of something it's a packet of balls when you buy that big corned beef brisket and they got that little packet of balls rye balls saucy balls (laughs) okay hold on stay with me on this won't you dear Okay, uh, when you put the (laughs) Crock-Pot on high, was there THC in that shit? Hold on. Um, Yeah, let's reevaluate. You put it on high for eight hours. What are the balls? You put a beer in the Crock-Pot. Maybe you bring out the Jameson, the Bushmills, the Smithics, and the Killians. This episode is in the fucking books. I'll talk to you soon.